That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Monday, May 11th. I am Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. Assassin's Creed Valhalla will explore Beowulf mythology. Don't expect any Elder Scrolls 6 or Batman video game news anytime soon. A Nintendo localizer shares some rare insight into localizing Animal Crossing New Horizons. Former Titanfall developers announce a new studio. And Tokyo Game Show is officially going digital. Assassin's Creed Valhalla will include a mission about Beowulf. Assassin's Creed Valhalla will be getting a season pass with additional content, unsurprisingly, but one of the actually surprising elements of the season pass is that it will include a mission about Beowulf, the legendary hero that defeated the monster Grendel, its mother, and later a dragon. Beowulf is a fantastical story based on an old English poem, and its appearance in Valhalla implies that the game will potentially dabble with folklore and mythical stories. The Beowulf listing appeared on the German Ubisoft store listing for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, where it says the legend of Beowulf will be a side mission for the season past. Alex Avard, who reported on the season past mission for Games Radar, wrote, Pick up Assassin's Creed Valhalla Season Pass confirms the listing, and you'll gain access to the Legend of Beowulf story mission, which will apparently allow players to discover the cruel truth behind the legend. The UK store only mentions bonus missions when you view the same page. It's a cool addition that makes me really all the more eager to play the game. I am not a history buff by any means, but I do remember being fascinated by the Beowulf story in high school and reading the 1971 John Gardner novel, Grendel. Bethesda's Pete Hines manages Elder Scrolls VI expectations. Elder Scrolls VI has been announced. We know Bethesda is working on it. There is even a little teaser trailer that shows a flyby of a lovely landscape, but that doesn't mean we will be learning more about it anytime soon. Pete Hines is Bethesda's Senior Vice President of Global Communications and Marketing for Bethesda, and he's the guy who has hosted Bethesda's various E3 events, asked on Twitter about when we would learn more about Bethesda's next open-world fantasy RPG. Hines said, It's after Starfield, which you pretty much know nothing about, so if you're coming at me for details now and not years from now, I'm failing to properly manage your expectations. It's not surprising to learn that we're years away from learning more about the next Elder Scrolls, but it's helpful to get some confirmation from the developer to not get our hopes up about any kind of surprise next-gen reveal. It's just generally good to have expectations in check, I think. And speaking of keeping expectations in check, Jeff Keighley confirms that tomorrow's reveal 
is not Batman. Keeley's Summer Game Fest is going strong, which as we dive deeper into the fest, I, I get a little more confused about what it is exactly. Sometimes it seems like an announcement happens, like Microsoft's Inside Xbox event last week, and Summer Game Fest kind of implies that it was part of Summer Game Fest when it was clearly just a dedicated Microsoft event. But then it seems like there are some events that are explicitly under the Summer Game Fest umbrella. It's a little weird, but the important thing is we're getting game announcements, which is a good thing. But tomorrow's won't be related to Batman. In response to a tweet directed at Keeley asking for hints about an upcoming surprise game reveal, Keeley replied, The one on Tuesday? It's a fun announcement. People are just guessing random stuff, and no, it's not Batman. I appreciate these kinds of expectation-setting tweets as it gives us a good idea of how much we should be getting excited. It seems like whatever is next for Batman will be from WB Games Montreal, the studio behind Batman Arkham Origins, which has been generally pretty quiet since the release of that game, and there have been all kinds of hints that they might be working on a Court of Owls thing, which is a relatively recent but well-liked Batman story arc in the comics that probably would translate to a Batman video game story pretty well, as it already has a bunch of built-in boss fights. I still have my suspicions that, despite saying it was done with Batman for now, I wouldn't be surprised if Rocksteady's next game, which has been in development since the release of Arkham Knight, might be a Batman thing. They have cryptically said it isn't, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was a Batman-adjacent thing. Whatever the case may be, we won't be learning about it tomorrow, but we should get, quote, a fun announcement, according to Keeley. So we can look forward to that. Nintendo Localizer offers rare, small peek into localizing Animal Crossing New Horizons. One thing to know about Nintendo, from the perspective of someone who has written about Nintendo a lot, is that it is a closed-off company. I pitched dozens of stories to Nintendo in my years at Game Informer, trying to talk to its developers and localizers about what it's like to make a game for Nintendo, and they were almost always turned down, save for the occasional E3 interview that usually turned into the creators mostly talking about how excited they were for players to play their new game. Folks who work in the Treehouse, which is Nintendo's PR and localization office, have even been fired for appearing on podcasts to casually talk about working at Nintendo. There were certainly some instances where they peeled back the curtain a little for an interview for me or a preview or a feature, and I was always incredibly thankful for that, but it's generally rare to get insight into the creation of Nintendo games. All of that is to set the table here for why this tweet from Rob Hyrett, who worked on localizing Animal Crossing New Horizons for North America, is especially interesting. Hyrett shared a big Twitter thread about working on the game and said, During the localization of hashtag Animal Crossing New Horizons, we joked repeatedly that we were building the next 5-10 to 10 years worth of memes. We knew the game would be big, but we obviously couldn't have imagined the real-world circumstances of its release. We've never had a time like this where safety and responsibility to one another keep us physically distant and digital tools have taken the place of face-to-face contact. 
But Zoom and Twitter and the other platforms are, by design, rather plain. Animal Crossing is different. The AC aesthetic is cute. I've seen people here observing that even the tarantulas are cute. Even the chairs are cute. But it's more than cuteness. It's comfort. It's positivity. It's a retreat. If you've played the game, you're tired of the sea bass joke. I get it. I'm tired of the sea bass joke, and I wrote it. But here's a secret about the sea bass joke. It was originally, I caught a sea bass. Well, maybe a C-minus bass. And when we were workshopping the fish jokes, someone pointed out that, as a joke people were going to see many, many times, generally along with disappointment, they didn't catch something better, maybe it would be better to spin it positive, make it a C-plus instead. From a comedy mechanics perspective, it's the same joke relying on the homophones C, S-E-A, and C, the letter C, to change how you perceive the description of the animal. And let's be honest, it would work better as a verbal joke than it does in print, but that fish has sailed. Anyway, my point is, we were doing our very best down to details you might not have considered to make this the most positive, comforting, funny game we could, and I know the dev team was doing the same. It's a testament to Nintendo's localization efforts that so much thought went into a small joke like that. It's one of those elements that we kind of take for granted as English speakers playing Japanese Nintendo games, that there is a dedicated team of folks who are making sure all the text and dialogue and the games are interesting and worth reading. And even if it's just a tiny little bit of insight, I appreciate Hyret's Twitter thread, and I hope Nintendo will be open to talking more about that kind of stuff in the future. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Former Respawn developers found a new development studio, Gravity Well. Drew McCoy and John Shearing, who are predominantly known for their work with Respawn and the Titanfall series, announced the founding of a new studio that will be making AAA games. It's not uncommon for developers to branch out from well-known studios to start their own studios, but it's rare for a studio to plant its flag in the ground and say it is making AAA games. Usually in these situations, a new studio like this will initially, at least, focus on making smaller indie games and build their way up, but Gravity Well is aiming its sights high. On its new website, McCoy and Shearing do talk about trying to keep things somewhat small while still delivering big AAA games. 
McCoy writes, ask around and you'll get the same answer from devs. Once your team size crosses 100 people, everything changes. It's nobody's fault. Big organizations just move slowly. You need meetings just to make decisions. Choices get siloed and brilliant creatives become less creative. So let's just not do that. We're going to build a team that is 80 to 85 people at peak. I can't imagine we will be seeing any games from Gravity Well anytime soon. But the two founders are talented developers, having worked on Titanfall and Apex Legends, so it is definitely a studio to keep an eye on. Tokyo Game Show 2020 is moving to a digital event. Tokyo Game Show, the annual gaming conference in Japan that is comparable to shows like E3 and Gamescom, has been canceled which is not surprising in the least, and definitely one of those pieces of news that I had admittedly assumed already happened, but it is now official. Quoting from the announcement of the cancellation, due to the outbreak of novel coronavirus COVID-19 on a global scale, and the situation remains unpredictable in Japan as well, the organizer and the co-organizers have reached this decision after a long consideration to place the utmost priority on the health and safety of visitors, exhibitors, and stakeholders. We ask for your kindness, understanding, and cooperation. The event will be held online, but at the moment, it's not totally clear what that means. Tokyo Game Show is a favorite of Hideo Kojima's, and it's where he unveiled PT, which later turned into a Silent Hill reboot announcement, but then got canceled, which, you know, was a whole thing. Considering we're only a few months removed from Death Stranding, I can't imagine he and Kojima Productions would have anything that they would have been able to share, but he's always full of surprises, so who knows. The show was supposed to be held between September 24th and 27th, so some announcements of some kind will likely be happening then. Aaron Greenberg offers apologetic tweet for last week's Inside Xbox event. This is a weird tweet, and frankly, maybe an unnecessary one, but Xbox Games Marketing General Manager at Microsoft, Aaron Greenberg, the guy who opened last week's Inside Xbox event, whose background photo made it look like he had a giant Xbox Series X as a refrigerator in his kitchen, tweeted, Had we not said anything and just shown May Inside Xbox show like we did last month, I suspect reactions might have been different. Clearly, we set some wrong expectations, and that's on us. We appreciate all the feedback and can assure you we will take it all in and learn as a team. And that was his tweet in response to a tweet defending the stream. I just wanted to share it because I thought it was a little odd. Maybe I was part of the problem because I expressed some disappointment in the stream too. But ultimately, I did think it was a good stream overall. We got to see Xbox Series X gameplay, as they promised we would, which is more than Sony has shown for the PlayStation 5, and we got to see a bunch of new announcements. I think Microsoft did a good job, so Aaron Greenberg, I'm sorry you feel like you have to defend the stream. I thought it was solid. No big releases today, but developer Maze Theory, a studio that has predominantly worked in VR to date, has announced its intention to make video games based on the show Peaky Blinders and Doctor Who for mobile devices and consoles. 
Regarding Doctor Who, May's Theory wrote on its website, the Doctor Who franchise expansion kicks off early next year with the launch of a PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and Switch game, and a horror sci-fi mobile phone takeover game being developed in partnership with Kaigen Games. The three games create a trilogy of experiences, the first of which was Doctor Who The Edge of Time VR game, which launched in November 2019. Fans can expect new adventures, new game mechanics, intriguing subplots, and iconic features such as the TARDIS, terrifying weeping angels and posing Daleks, and of course, the chance to collude with the Doctor herself. Regarding Peaky Blinders, Maze Theory says it will be releasing a VR game called Peaky Blinders The King's Ransom in 2021. That's it for gaming news today. It was kind of an underwhelming weekend in terms of playing video games for me. I was surprisingly busy and found very little time to actually play anything. I watched my wife play a lot of Persona 5 Royal, but I only got about an hour or two of Final Fantasy 13 in. If you have corrections or just feedback in general, feel free to send me tweets or DMs to either at Kyle M. Hilliard or at Gaming Ride Home, or you can send an email to Kyle at ridehome.info. And please consider leaving a review for the podcast wherever you listen to it. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator, where I am playing through Resident Evil Code Veronica X right now. I just knocked a big monster out of a plane after dying against it a number of times. And you can find me on the MinMax Show for more long-form video game discussion. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow.